This year's Pan-African Conference will be entirely virtual for the first time in its 45-year history. While the setting has some constraints, it has also allowed for opportunities to bring in speakers that are important to the conference theme. Kenneth Reed is the conference co-chair, and he explains what the theme is for this year's Pan-African Conference. With this year's theme, I really wanted to do a number of things. The one that sits in the forefront of my mind at the moment is amplifying and elevating the voices of Black women who have done so much over the years related to racial and social justice work, as well as trying to mobilize and galvanize the communities to get out and vote so that way we can have a difference as far as our democracy, more specifically, our difference as far as our leadership that leads our democracy. Fortunate but unfortunately, Mr. George Floyd's death has sparked a new interest in our white counterparts to learn more and be receptive to what's being shared about the experiences of Black and Brown people in America. Unlike any other time, it seems, and before, at least in my time alive. With that, we have more people that are interested in learning about what those experiences are, wanting to play a part in breaking down and dismantling white supremacy and racism, as well as wanting to invest dollars into Black businesses and Black companies, which is great. But it also made me think that our moment is now to really use that to our advantage, not to exploit people, but to help elevate and to help provide more opportunities for Black folks. Our moment is now is the name of the conference theme, and Ree believes there are specific discussions that could take place as a result of the conference theme and recent events in society, including the Crown Act which was passed in California in 2019, which prohibits discrimination based on hairstyle and hair texture. Black Wall Street, a former neighborhood in the 1920s that was built as a prosperous business district by African Americans, or the concept of redlining, which is where banks have refused to give someone a loan because they live in an area that is deemed to be a poor financial risk that has had racial implications in history. Being able to finally start talking about the Crown Act and why is that important to have a policy or a law put in place to ensure that people are not discriminated against for their hair. Now we can hopefully get more legislators to start thinking about other policies and ways that we can support people. Try to stop this redlining that's going on as a nation. Maybe even have the opportunity to, to be reminiscent of Black Wall Street and having companies get together and being able to be supported by their white counterparts and not challenged or either tried to be dismantled. I also thought about the Freedom Initiative. The two women, uh, Renee Walters and Ashley Scott, which is one of our keynote speakers, who did a lot of work down in Georgia to bring together 19 different families and purchase acres of land to create a community down there in that area. So it just made me just reflect on all the things that happened, especially the election of many Black and Brown folks into office or public service positions, such as myself as a school board member and others around the nation. And it just made me think to myself in retrospect, hmm, a lot has happened. This is probably the best time to really start pushing certain agendas forward with regards to bettering the experiences and advancing the opportunities and access of Black and Brown people in our nation. There will be presentations focused on two particular tracks related to the Our Moment Is Now theme. 
So one is I must breathe. And presentations are going to look at historical and futuristic ways the Pan-African people can liberate their communities from racial and social justice injustices and white supremacy. Or reimagining Black Wall Street and talking about all the Black entrepreneurs and startup businesses that are promoting financial capital within the Pan-African community. Motion second and past. It's exploring the impact of elected public officials' efforts to create equitable laws, policies, and practices to address the disproportionate ways the Black and brown people are marginalized in society. So that's the ways that we're going to try to capture or include those pieces by these tracks that are going to keep us focused on the theme, but be able to articulate what are the different ways that we're helping to achieve our theme. And we are very elated and humbled to have the mother of Miss Breonna Taylor join us as a keynote closing speaker. Breonna Taylor, a 26-year-old African-American woman, is significant in the fight for racial justice that has taken place over the last year. She was fatally shot in her Louisville, Kentucky apartment on March 13, 2020, when undercover officers with the Louisville Metro Police Department forced entry into the apartment as a part of an investigation into drug dealing operations. Details of the case were controversial, including the charges levied against officers, which were a key point that Black Lives Matter protested on last year. The conference will feature a royalty competition, which Reed hopes will allow people to use their voice through the talents and awareness that they possess. Being able to come and express their own creativity, their voice shine through through political statements in a poem or their creative arts or performing arts or dance to a song that's controversial or that speaks to racial and social justice. What I also appreciate is they also bring their creativity in the fashion show and then their question and answer portion. The question and answer portion makes me proud and excited for future generations because of their articulation of the needs of the community, the change that needs to happen, and the call out for injustice. It shows you that our youth are ready for change. The 45th Annual Pan-African Conference will be taking place April 6th and 7th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. The conference is free, virtual, and open to the public. To learn more about the conference, including the schedule, details on keynote speakers, and how to register, visit mnsu.edu and search Pan-African Conference. For the Southern Minnesota News Project, I'm Jonathan Field.